Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Inspired. I'm your host, Jonathan Cohen, and this is a solo episode. Today we're going to talk about discipline. Before we do, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and follow us on Spotify because it helps us grow and helps you stay up to date with all the latest updates regarding new releases and upcoming projects, events, and anything else on the radar. Alright, let's get into it. Discipline. What is discipline? As I think about the role that it's played in my life, I think that helps me define it. Discipline has been the key pillar of my growth. It has given me routine. It has given me flexibility. As contradictory as that might sound, I believe that with discipline, we're able to channel what we really want to achieve into frameworks and strategy. So the role that discipline plays in my life, and I believe in many other high-achieving individuals' life, that it serves as the foundation and the common thread across any high achiever. Without that consistent element of being able to perform mundane tasks repetitively, whatever you're trying to achieve won't happen. There's an element of consistency, but more importantly, discipline. So recently I heard that discipline is the highest form of self-love. It's a new take on discipline for me because that level of self-indulgence, it's important. I'm really big on serving yourself first because that's what makes room and allows you to take care of everyone else around you. It's like turning on the engine to a car when you wake up, right? Like for me, it's super important to have a structure in my life. Now, my habits are so ingrained in who I am at this point that when I look at what I need to do, and especially now that I'm traveling pretty often, certain routines may, quote, fall by the wayside. But at my core, I know who I am and I know what I need to do. So every day I wake up and I do the same things. And whenever my routine is I don't think it's the multi-million dollar routine to success by any means, but a routine in the morning is definitely key. But it shouldn't be 90 minutes and it shouldn't be 30 seconds either. There's a sweet balance where if you spend the first 30 minutes of your day doing things to prime your mind and body, you're setting yourself up for success. But I would say that the number one habit that has probably been a game changer in my life over the last couple of years in terms of really feeling it carry over into the rest of my day is not checking my phone for the first 30 minutes of the day. Non-negotiable. How do I know? Well, I look at a clock and that really helps me. I found that when I was scrolling through social media, it didn't exactly give me the level of focus that I needed throughout the day. In fact, it is what sets up my day for discipline, not checking my phone, because it's the first element of exerting willpower in my day. And immediately right off the bat, I hit the ground running. Even if I don't want to check my phone for the first 30 minutes from the second I wake up, already being productive because I'm not looking at my phone. So that willpower, and you treat willpower like a battery, right? Like as you go throughout the day, that willpower gets drained. So just like that battery gets drained, you got to recharge it, which is how we sleep. And then we build it back up. We recover. But when it comes to establishing that first element of discipline, mind you, through the military, through law school, through other endeavors, I've honed in on a structure that gives me 
my freedom. But discipline is a funny thing. Sometimes it can be conflated with consistency, but it's entirely separate because when you look at the things in your life that lead to a certain pattern of behavior, something that we need to consider or that I believe that we need to consider is recognizing those patterns. There's this high-level concept of pattern recognition and how certain behaviors are really patterns that repeat themselves. So the highest level of mastery is recognition of certain patterns. And then disrupting those patterns is what allows us to develop new habits and establish new patterns. But recognizing when each of those are occurring, irrespective of one another, in my experience, I've found that the more I try to identify those patterns, the easier it becomes to disrupt those patterns. For example... Why do I feel tired at 12 p.m. every single day? What's going on here? I'm not drinking coffee for the first 90 minutes. Getting sunlight. Well, I was also checking my phone. So I had heard, I believe it was Ryan Holiday, doesn't check their phone for the first hour of the day. And I was pretty good at that. But the reality is I'm at a stage where even if I wake up early enough and nothing is happening from 5 to 6 a.m. or 5.30 to 6.30 a.m., There's still things that carry over from 10 p.m. the night before, messages, tasks that I want to at least be aware of even if I can control what I can control and focus not on what's outside of my control. Namely, identifying those patterns has been a critical aspect of taking another step in my career. And continuing with that thread of discipline, I'm going to offer a framework for what I believe will help build that discipline muscle. So I'm going to outline my framework on how to develop discipline. First is do less. Second, identify and obey your values. Third, get to a state of readiness. And fourth, audit your environment. Let's take these one at a time. The first element of building discipline is actually also going to sound contradictory, but it's pretty simple. And I'm big on this doing less. So the first principle of building discipline is doing less. Less time out, less time doing things that are a distraction from what you're ultimately trying to accomplish. So identifying what you can eliminate in your life creates room for everything else you have to accomplish. So doing less is the first element of the building discipline framework. Element number two, identify your values. When I think about anything I've ever tried to accomplish, I was extremely narrow in the scope of what I was trying to accomplish. Fitness is a very simple example. Let's take the prospect of doing a thousand push-ups. It's not like I initially set out of the goal or set out to accomplish the goal of performing a thousand push-ups. I actually was just out on a run one day and was like, hey, I bet I could do a thousand push-ups. I bet I could do a 1,000 push-ups and raise money. I want to do it for a cause I care about. But when you reverse engineer that, how did I get there? It started with, I want to be able to do 100 push-ups. For me, 100 seemed like a lot. And I built the skill deep enough that 100 was no big deal anymore. So how does that align with identifying values? Well, the priorities. If you want to build your health, you have to have a value of health. It's that simple. And that applies to anything. Wealth building, discipline, health, all of these aspects 
in your personal development journey are going to be essential. Point number two, identify and obey your values. Okay, element number three. So far, element number one, do less. Element number two, identify your values. Element number three of developing and cultivating discipline is getting to a state of readiness. How do you do that? How do you get your mind, body, and soul to a place where you can be ready? Well, a couple ways. It starts with changing your state. And how do you change your state? You change the story. What's the story that you're telling yourself every single day? I'm not enough. I'm not capable. Why can't I? When you change your story to, how do I get there? What is it I'm not doing that I can be doing? And instead of allowing the allure of whatever the goal is to distract you from the actual result, focus on the story you're telling yourself. This is how I got achieve whatever it is I'm trying to achieve. Perception versus perspective. You bend reality to your will. That is what the ultra successful people do. And I've studied quite a few and I've come into contact with quite a few. No matter what it is, whether you're extremely fit, whether you're extremely wealthy, whether you're extremely content in your life, it's about the story that you're telling yourself. You change the story, you change your state. And then other ways to change your state, obviously, you got to physically move, which is why I'm so big on training. It's a consistent reminder to myself. It's a promise to myself that I'm going to do the things that I don't want to do today, but I know I need to do in order to accomplish what I want to. There's the life that you want on the other side of discipline. Structure gives freedom. I remember studying for my MBA at night after a full day of work, after three full years of law school and taking the bar, training in the morning from like 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., getting dressed, going to the office from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., leaving, taking the subway all the way down to Wall Street, going to class for three hours, hopping on the subway, coming back up, getting home around 9.30, 10 When I looked at my calendar, when I looked at the things I needed to do and I saw this is the only time that I have in my day to do what I want to do, otherwise it won't happen, and if it doesn't happen, I won't be happy, well, then it became easy to say, all right, I don't have a choice. Look, there were times I had to come home and train at midnight. It wasn't ideal, but then I wake up and I train again in the morning. Some people may say, that's unhealthy. I proportionalized it. If I exerted myself immensely at night, I wasn't going to once again rock my body first thing in the morning. It was proportional. The dopamine hit, the consistency, the doing what other people aren't willing to do, all of that was the story I was telling myself so I could push through to do whatever it is I wanted to do. So these are some of the factors that have helped me build out my muscle of discipline. Of course, my environment has also been a factor. I've constantly put myself in high-octane situations, whether it was in the military or serving as a criminal prosecutor in the Bronx. The stakes were high in those particular situations. During my education, is different, right? That we could save for another time in terms of the story and how I got to this point. But for now recognizing that the environment that you put yourself in, that's key. You got to look at your diet. 
And when I talk about diet, I'm not just talking about the food that you're digesting and ingesting. I'm talking about the information and content that you're consuming. What are you reading? Who are the people in your life? All of these factors, your environment, are going to be essential to your success. Do the people around you believe in you? Do you sound crazy to them? And even if you sound crazy to them, are they going to support you anyway? The people, the clothes, the food, the energy, the thoughts, the perspective, all of that is a key factor in dictating how your discipline goes. So let's recap as best as we possibly can. How do we cultivate and develop our discipline? Element number one, do less. Element number two, identify your values. Element number three, get to a state of readiness. And element number four, audit your environment. And then within all of those elements, we have different variables and factors that we consider, such as training the discipline muscle by doing things that we don't want to do. We do them anyway. We set ourselves up for success that way. So hopefully that gave a little bit of context and guidance in terms of how I have personally built my disciplinary structure. When I look back and think about everything that I've done and what I'm still aspiring to do, obviously certain factors can get in the way. But what's key is that when you have principles that when you fail, you can still fall back on them. You're not falling as far. You're falling to the level of your training. You're falling to the level of your discipline. My disciplinary skill is my number one asset. So I hope that helps guide just a bit. And if you have any questions, you can always find me on LinkedIn at Jonathan Z. Cohen or on Instagram at Inside the Inspired. I'm really looking forward to releasing a few more guest interviews coming on. Listens are going up and it means the world to me. And as I always say, I will continue to express that by bringing you the best possible content and quality of guests that I have access to. If there's a topic that you want me to cover, you know how to find me. So in the meantime, and until next time, stay safe, stay strong, stay mindful.